What's up, peeps? We're back. As always, I'm your host, Lee Bentz, and thank you so much for joining me for the YouTube Pretty Much Transcription episode of the AEW Insider. What this is is the same thing I did put up on YouTube, but I'm putting it on audio for you guys. It's not like I just took the audio from YouTube. I'm actually re-recording it live for you. And this is just in case you don't want to watch the video and you just want to hear my sexy voice, what have you. So let's get to news. AEW News First. Chris Jericho canceled his upcoming appearance on Keeping It 100. What that is is a podcast hosted by XWCW wrestlers Conan and Disco Inferno. They got the news live on air by their producer, so they called the GOAT Jericho. They left him a voicemail and they said they would pretty much bury him on the air if he did not show up. Well, Y2J did not take too kindly to that. He called back and ripped them a new asshole. He told them he does not need their podcast. He's way too big now. He's the AEW champion and a ton more. So check it out on our Twitter, peeps. It's hilarious, classic Jericho stuff. Cody Rhodes took to Twitter and he polled the fans asking what we would think of a dinosaur mascot named Dino that goes out into the uh, live crowd at AEW events and shoots t-shirts out of a gun. Uh, People did vote. Most of them said they thought it was an okay idea, not a great idea. And a very close second, people were telling Cody he's nuts and he shouldn't be their executive vice president. So it was very funny. And then Luchasaurus seen the tweet and he responded, that he he and Cody needed to have a talk. Chris Jericho did appear on America's Got Talent finale. Uh, He helped the final contestant on winning his journey. The guy has very short arms, kind of like a Tyrannosaurus Rex, literally, but a human version, if you could picture of it. So Jericho took time to help him realize his dream of being a pro wrestler and gave him some tips on winning in a contest. It was a good segment. Uh, Kenny Omega did an interview with Pro Wrestling Sheet, and he threw some serious shade at NXT. What he pretty much said is that if you watch their show, you're going to watch developmental talent. If you watch our show, you're going to see professional stars. It was a work, though. He was, like, only joking half serious. Well, ex-Ring of Honor star and current NXT star Dominic Dijakovic took to Twitter and tweeted, Hey Omega, remember my match with Keith Lee? We embarrassed yours on the PWG Homecoming Weekend of BOLA 2017. Tune in Wednesday to NXT TV on USA at 8pm so two developmental guys can show you how real stars do it. Not to be left out, Joey Janela also chimed in and said some very, very funny stuff also. You can check that out on our social media. Now, when the Young Bucks did an interview with TalkSport, they were asked about NXT, and they handled it a little bit better. This is what they had to say. Nick Jackson said, I watched some of it. Matt and I, we have a lot of friends there. Candice LeRae, for example, we have a history with, so I'm happy for her. She was in the first match in a four-way, and she did great. I was so happy for her. It was a fun show, but in 10 weeks from now, those fans might get tired. It happened with Impact. It took a while, but some of those shows at Universal, and he was laughing, those crowds were dead. It's definitely possible that this happens to an NXT audience, and if, if they keep using the same formula. Matt had to say, I'm rooting for them now. I want them to have a good show. Ours is just going to be better.
And they also discussed discuss the all elite wrestling name Dynamite, Pac, and John Moxley. So definitely check that out. Now back to Joey Janela. He did reveal that he is legit still living with his mother. He told BleacherReport.com that I still live with my mom, but I'm never home really. Janela told Bleacher Report, uh, when TV starts, I'm going to get my own place and stuff. But right now, my mom, she doesn't mind, and I don't mind either. It was a very candid interview. He talked about his previous jobs before becoming a wrestler, such as delivering pizzas, what have you. Definitely check it out. Anything Janela does is gold. Uh, as I reported on this podcast Wednesday, MJF will be fighting Brandon Cutler on October 2nd. They have been going back and forth on social media. If you don't know, Cutler is a big cosplayer and a D&D player, which is Dungeons & Dragons. His wife makes costumes for that and gear for wrestlers. Anyway, the Dungeons & Dragons community did not take kindly to what MJF has been saying about D&D. Thousands upon thousands have united to tell MJF how they feel. One of them even made an MJF Dungeons & Dragons character. It has its own stats, his special moves or stuff that MJF would do. It's fucking hilarious. MJF told them to take it down immediately. It's good stuff, peeps. You gotta check the battle out online. As I reported in the past, Chris Benoit's son David was backstage at an AEW event. He met Tony Khan, what have you. He was asked by the Pro and Bo podcast about AEW, and this is what Benoit had to say. I love AEW. That's a good time. Good quality product. Some good wrestling, too. I went to their first show, Double or Nothing, and I want to go to AEW 100%. I love AEW. I love what they do for the boys. They take care of them. AEW star Kylie Ray asked for her release a few months back. She said she was done with wrestling, but she remained. She excuse me. She made her return this weekend on the independent circuit. That was very weird to me. It definitely couldn't be that she couldn't hack the schedule of AEW or their pay because the pay is awesome and they're barely even working. She had to have some serious beef behind the scenes, or maybe she has something against somebody like Nyla Rose. Who knows? Let's get to some WWE news. Ronda Rousey is being eyed for Disney+, Plus, a.k.a. Marvel Studios, to play the title role of She-Hulk. Now, that would be awesome. Bill Goldberg is still beefing. He's beefing with another wrestler now. It could all be an angle. It hasn't been confirmed, but I doubt it. I mean, it looked kind of fake. It looked staged, but I don't know. But Goldberg went to eat at this restaurant in Vegas, and he bumped into Dolph Ziggler. They had an exchange of words, and it had to be broken apart and pulled by people pulled apart by people they were with. Um, it's kind of fucking nuts. After it was over, Dolph took to Twitter, and he made this statement. This dipshit took a break from ruining wrestling and ruined my night off. I'm not interested. Get a hobby or go fishing or something. Maybe you can do that without getting hurt. No other warning or comments on this from me. Thanks. So that's pretty deep shit. First Matt Riddle, now Goldberg. I mean, Dolph Ziggler, I don't know. It's good for TV, though. You know they're going to make it into a storyline. WWE is bringing in Maury Povich to help sort out who is the baby daddy of Maria Canellas. I fucking love that, and I can't wait for that. 
A few days ago, WWE legend Hacksaw Jim Duggan was rushed to the hospital with a serious infection. He had to cancel an appearance he he had. His wife, a few days later, took to online and she said he's doing well. And she posted a pic of him in the hospital bed, uh, but he was doing his thumbs up like he always says. So we wish you the best, Hacksaw. Oh! All right, real quick, peeps, we're going to take a break. we got to pay the bills, and when we get back, we'll finish up this show. I do have New Japan news, Impact Wrestling, uh, what you call it, UFC, and more. Uh, some of the sources we do get our information from online and in print are such as Fightful.com, eWrestling.com, Web is Jericho, Wrestle Talk, Ringside Sports, KC, PW Insider, Sportsers.com, Sam Roberts, and more. All right, definitely check us out on all social media, AEW Insider, and we'll be right back. All right, peeps, welcome back. Let's finish up this episode of the AEW Insider YouTube Edition. Evolve Wrestling Champion and NXT new signee Austin Theory made his NXT in-ring debut at a house show last week. I think it was Thursday night. Rey Mysterio attended a Vikings game. It was broadcasted on Fox. The camera went to him and the announcer said, Hey, there is Rey Mysterio. Look at him. He looks like Nacho Libre. It's highly insulting. They were referring to his mask. And we all know Ray wears that mask because of the culture, because he's a fucking luchador. Those guys are douchebags. So I wonder what's going to be said by both sides behind the scenes about that one, because they definitely dropped the ball. That's fucked up. Uh, We want to give a shout out to Mr. and Mrs. Miz on their second child. They had their second baby on Friday, and this is what they said on Twitter. We've got the whole world in our hands. Welcome, Madison Jade, Ms. Zanon. Congratulations, you two. You're a dope couple. Daniel Bryan teased the babyface turn at a house show in the Philippines. After a match with SmackDown champion Kofi Kingston, he raised Kofi's hand and gave him props to the crowd. We all know fickle Daniel Bryan will never do that. That's good stuff, though. WWE and Paramount Pictures have made a deal to make movies. The first movie coming out is an animated movie. It's called Rumble. It will star Roman Reigns, Becky Lynch, Will Arnett, Terry Crews, Tony Danza, and more. They will voice the animated characters. Also popular ESPN personality Stephen Smith and famous boxing announcer Michael Buffer are set for roles in the film as well. What it is about is it's a world where monster wrestling is a global global sport and monsters are superstar athletes. Winnie seeks to follow in her father's footsteps by coaching an underdog monster into being a wrestling champion. So to me, it sounds good for adults and kids. I hope they do it right. All right, real quick with Impact Wrestling, I just want to remind you guys that my dog Sammy motherfucking Callahan will be fighting for the Impact World title on October 20th at their biggest show of the year, Bound for Glory. If you ask me, he should have been fucking champion eons ago. How dare they name him Wrestler of the Year for Impact last year and then don't give him a fucking belt. You guys, whether you love him or hate him, you better get ready for the year of the thumbs up, thumbs down era, peeps. Also, Killer Cross did another interview and they asked him about his impact situation. As we reported months ago, he asked for his release from the company. It was a dispute over money. Uh, they offered him a six-figure deal in the end, but over a three-year period. He wasn't happy with that. 
This is what he had to say about the situation. We'll never stop talking about it until it fucking goes away because the situation is ridiculous. And I'm being civil and as cool as totally, totally possible. And you know, there's a line that I have to walk, disparagement and so forth, Cross told Frank Sarin. The situation is fucking bullshit, and everyone who is in on it knows this too. In the end, the whole entire thing is going to eventually come to light. So that's pretty fucked up. Killer Cross is not a happy dog still. And that's crazy, because that guy's talent, he's a big dude. I've seen him at a bunch of live events and like WrestleCons and shit. That guy's going to be a star. And I heard it's over because in this first match or first match on TV, they wanted him to do a blade match. He didn't want to cut himself, which I can understand. And just like them with Eli Drake, they wanted him to wrestle a chick, even though I think he should have, but he didn't want to. So I respect that. So even though no impact seems cool, it seems kind of fucked up behind the scenes. Real quick, some New Japan news. In New Japan and all over wrestling, there's a legend. He goes by the name of Jushin Thunder Liger. He used to be on ECW. He looks like a Japanese superhero, like a Power Ranger. Uh, he fought New Japan Suzuki. If you know Suzuki, he's like their homicidal maniac killer. He's no joke. During their mask, Jushin Lunger Tiger took off his mask, and he actually revealed one of his other personas. He's only used this persona four times in his wrestling career. The guy's a homicidal maniac, and instead of wearing a mask, he wears white face paint. His name is Kishin Liger. Well, he fucking took that fucking mask off, and he was Kishin. He literally t pulled out a blade. This wasn't a fake knife or anything like that. It looked like the knife that the killer from Ghostface and Scream uses. Uh, Suzuki was in a corner with with his back to a table, uh, what you call Keisha Liger rushed him with his knife in hand. Suzuki moved out of the way, of course, but that knife went right through the fucking wooden table. And you know how hard those wooden tables in New Japan are. So that's pretty fucking old, uh, fucking awesome. Jushin's like 50-something or 60 that he's doing this towards the end of his career. Check it out. Uh, if you know, they had the Young Lion Cup. The Young Lion Cup are up-and-coming wrestlers, like Shinsuke Nakamori won it and a bunch of other people. The winner this year was called Fredericks. If you don't know who he is, you will. And Jay White won their Intercontinental Championship, which is great, but it's bullshit. Jay White should be heavyweight champion again. He's the fucking bomb. All right, UFC news. I reported on Wednesday on our podcast that UFC fighter asked Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, if he would put the title around his waist if he wins at the upcoming UFC 244. The Rock tweeted back that he's doing everything in his power to be there, and he would if he could make it. Well, Dana White took the Twitter, and he confirmed that The Rock will be at UFC 244, and he will present the winner, whichever person it is, with the UFC title. So that's pretty fucking awesome. All right. Also, Enzo Amore did a kick-ass interview on Busted Open Radio Friday. Whether you like him or hate him, you should listen to it. He was very open, very candid about himself, Big Cass, WWE, all shit Big Cass is going through, respect for the business, behind-the-scenes shit, what have you. So definitely check out the Enzo Amore interview on Busted Open Radio on Sirius XM. And finally, Glow, the Netflix show about the old women's wrestling show, Glow. Uh, the women's wrestling show on Netflix has been confirmed for its fourth but final season. So I'm really, really happy they got another season. That show's very funny. It's done well. It's a great wrestling show. And definitely the chicks like it also. But it does suck that it will be their last.
All right, peace. We'll wrap it up real quick. I just want to bring this to you because it's on YouTube in case you don't do either one, vice versa. Definitely, even if you don't watch them, please go on YouTube, like, share, and subscribe. Show the love. I got part one of the 31 horror movies to watch in the month of October. I got the top five best and worst of Friday the 13th film. I got movies and more, what have you. So show us some love on YouTube. Remember, it's the AEW Insider on YouTube and Facebook and the AEW Insider 1 as a number one on Twitter. I'll see you guys Wednesday or Thursday with a new podcast for this week. Show us some love and ciao, peeps. Thank you.